Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Dominic, it's Thursday. That makes it Friday Eve up in here. Happy Friday Eve, Crudy Evan, working hard on the board. Of course, our fair audience. Great to be with you all. Dominic, today I want to talk about the company we keep. And I don't like being hey, judged by the company I keep because, of course, it's guilt by association. <laughs> I was the same thing. You know, your friendship often puts me in jeopardy. But uh, first and foremost, we got some good company joining us on this fine program coming up at about 445 today. Liza Hellenbrand, I know her. She is the host of the Empowered Caregiver Show right here on the Civic Media Network. Uh, That goes off on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. and replays across the network often at 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings. Well, the reason Liza is joining us today is because our son, that's my wife, our son Caden, uh, well, all in the family, did a little legislative lobby day today Ooh, exercising some civic duty excellent my son who is on the autism spectrum uh and has exceeded our our wildest aspirations for him he's going to edgewood college he's doing great he's got a girl he's got a job he's got a college he's got a tuition bill but that's a different story (laughs) uh but caden also did his first legislative lobbying gave his first public speech at least in a legislative form so i was very proud of the kid today and nice liza is going to come by and tell us a little bit about legislative lobby day at the capitol wisconsin state capitol and then we got a friend of the devils coming by tom james Santel, former u.s attorney as fate would have it also a fine host right here on the civic media network uh the host of morning cannolis you know right after the empowered caregiver saturday mornings Jim goes live 9 to 11 a.m. on Saturdays across the Civic Media Network. So, Jimmy, coming by for the happier, happy hour, Dom. And Obamacare turns 13. Ooh. Lucky 13. Feels like the nation has now embraced it. But how many Democrats lost their jobs over Obamacare? Oh, I'm still waiting for repeal and replace. I mean, hell, if Trump gets back in office, I'm sure we'll roll out a new help care plan two weeks after his inauguration a couple of weeks it'll be great it'll It'll be be great great. but Don, let's get back to the wisconsin supreme court race obviously a week from monday and talking about the company we keep did i mention charlie barron's comedian charlie barron's the manitowoc minute guy charlie barron's partner here with civic media he plays his cripes cast at noon on Saturdays all across the Civic Media Network. <laughs> Saturday's a busy day here, man. It is, man. We we program it week 
six days a week at least, seven days, some would say. Uh, but Charlie is coming to Madison, and Charlie's doing a very special event. And I bring it up only this early in the show because Charlie's running out of tickets, and our friends should go to the show. This entire show, it is the taping of the Cripes guest. He's a clever guy. His uh, guest is Mike Wagner. Um, that's a UW professor. And the topic, the topic of this live record, well, the Wisconsin Supreme Court race, of course. The race between Protosawitz and Dan Kelly. But if you want tickets, please go to ComedyOnState.com and buy some freaking tickets now while there are still tickets available. Because if you're friends of ours and we didn't tell you to go do it now, you're going to be sad later. I bought my wife and her girlfriend some VIP tickets right up front. First three rows, VIP. And one more thought. If you're a friend of the devils, if you have the best take today, I'm going to give you two free VIP tickets. Ooh, nice. That's a $100 value, Dom. Plus the ticket fees, it's like $116 value. All <laughs> convenience. I'm going to, we, we the devil's advocates, we civic media, uh, this Charlie Barron's live pod, uh, podcast recording at the Comedy Club on State Monday, March 27th, 7.30 p.m. We're going to have some free tickets right up front for you. But you better have a clever take. Monday, March 27th, that's this coming Monday. That's in just a few days. Boy, they only gave me a few days to round up this little <laughs> shindig. And all the credit really goes to the fine team at the Comedy Club on State Street in Madison. And we are moving our world headquarters to the very same building. We're going to be upstairs, and they are downstairs. And Charlie will record the podcast next Monday. Live audience. Alcohol will be served. You must be 18 to attend. College kids, you get in super cheap, 10 bucks. General admission, 25 bucks. VIP, where I plan on sneaking up front, 50 bucks. Friends of the devil, free. And that's priceless, baby. 844-967-2789. Lots to talk about. Dom, Dan Kelly keeps some strange and odd friends. <laughs> well, they say politics makes... Odd bedfellows. Something like that, yes. Molly Beck, the headline over at the Journal Sentinel today. Dan Kelly, he's a Wisconsin Supreme Court candidate, appears at an event headlined by a pastor who advocated for killing abortion providers and compared COVID-19 policies to the Holocaust. Oh, so the pro-life party wants to kill people. Dan Kelly, not at all extreme. He just hangs out with some very extreme people. Uh, here's how it's being reported, Dom. Um, Wisconsin Supreme Court candidate Dan Kelly appeared at an event Tuesday in western Wisconsin, headlined by a Brookfield pastor who has called the murder of an abortion provider justifiable homicide, advocated for the creation of anti-abortion-focused militia, will they be well-regulated, and compared coronavirus pandemic-related mask mandates to the Holocaust. The Wisconsin chapter of the Sons and Daughters of Liberty. I don't think they know what that word means precisely, Dom, which characterizes itself as, and here's the quote, Christian patriots dedicated to restoring our constitutional republic and defended liberty. 
hosted Matthew Truhella in an event at the St. Croix County on Tuesday evening. Now, you can hear our voices right now in St. Croix County, 1260 AM, WLAK. We play out in that part of the state as well. But Dan Kelly appeared virtually dumb with the Matthew Truhella guy. You know, the pastor who compared COVID-19 rules to the Holocaust and told attendees to reject mandates from government officials or else risk being forced to resort to violence. I think the man's advocating violence, Tom. Here's the quote. Judge for yourself. You cannot appease tyrants. You have to defeat them. And the sooner you decide not to comply and to defeat them privately, not comply with evil, publicly join with other good men and magistrates to stand against the evil, the better chance you have of stopping evil, Truella told the crowd gathered at the Calvary Assembly of God and Wilson. If you keep accommodating yourself, guess what? You'll be swallowed up by the, oh, pardon me, no, the, swallowed up by evil. It will be too late, and then bloody revolution is the only option left. <laughs> wow. Very moderate, moderate thought. Kelly appeared virtually at the event, followed uh, following Truhilla's speech, and did not address Truhilla's comments in the 20-minute appearance. Ben Vocal, we know Ben, a spokesman for Kelly, said the former Supreme Court justice, appointed by Wanker, let's not put too much weight in the former part of the Supreme Court justice title, speaks for himself and himself only. Here on the Devil's Advocates, I speak for myself and for myself only. <laughs> he did not hear the comments by another guest speaker, nor does he contone calls for violence of any kind. Except maybe January 6th, maybe. Maybe. Curdy, Kelly's liberal opponent, Judge Jenna Protasewicz, a Milwaukee County judge, said Kelly's appearance amounted to support for anti-abortion, anti-democracy views. The two face off in the April 4th general election. Uh, here's a quote from Judge Protasewicz. You may have heard me say Dan Kelly is an extremist. Well, although it's shocking that he would share the stage with this man, it's not surprising. Dan Kelly's radical views defending the 1849 abortion ban and generally stopping women from controlling their own bodies are well documented. And his support for disrespecting democracy and overturning elections is well documented. We can't let him anywhere close to our Supreme Court. Ockel did not directly respond to Protosewicz's comments. I wonder in why? I wonder why? In 94, Newsweek reported Trujillo was one of six anti-abortion activists under investigation as possible conspirators in a campaign of violence against abortion clinics. In 1993, the news magazine reported Trujillo signed a statement declaring, quote, the justice of taking all godly action necessary to defend innocent human life, including the use of force. And that if an abortion provider was murdered by an anti-abortion activist, the assailant's legal force was justified. Around the same time, Trujillo advocated for organizing militias in Wisconsin for residents who oppose abortion, gun control, and taxes, according to a 1994 article published by the Knight Ritter News Service. Yes, strange bedfellows indeed. Are you surprised? I mean, really, come on, of course not. This is exactly who Dan Kelly is. This is who Dan Kelly pals around with. This is these are the people who are going to fully support Dan Kelly, like, you know, the other forced government uh, uh, birthing organizations out there in Wisconsin. 
So don't be surprised. And and to pass it off, well, you know, we didn't we didn't hear what the guy who talked about murdering abortion doctors said. You know, we didn't hear that, so we're not going to speak to that. Way, well, to, way to step up, Ben Vocal and Dan Kelly. That's not even the only association made through this event in St. Croix County by Dan Kelly. There's more reporting, Tom. More reporting. Well, there was also some support for January 6th, effectively, by making appearance because, you know, there was some insurrection adjacent on the stage as well in the St. Croix County event. You know, all support of Dan Kelly. Conservative? Insurrectionist supportive? Revolution supportive? <laughs> Come back with Extremist. us. Extremist. We are the Devil's Advocates. Never extreme, just damn funny. Greatest radio show ever. Some say, and they're always right. Charged. Never convicted. The Devil's Advocates. And we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can join us on the lines at 844-967-2789. Dominic, uh, I told you I had a conversation last night with soon-to-be-a-competitor, WTAQ. Well, it'll be no competition. You know we're going to win. But regular Joe, Joe Gianganti, he is a conservative talker, and he plays out on WTAQ. Uh, that is the Green Bay Market. We're the better station right down the dial there, 97.5 or 97.9. You know, people in Green Bay are listening right now. WGBW, that's the better choice. And also up in Wausau, he plays out in the morning. We play in the afternoons on the better preferred station, WXCO. So anyways, Joe and I, we got a couple of things in common. We're a couple of radio dogs. We like this talk radio thing, Dom. And I tell you, I'm making new friends. And what'd you tell me? I don't need any new friends. I don't need any new friends. Curdy, what are you talking about? I mean, these Republicans, these insurrectionist mega bastards. What, what, what? Hang on. Before we get into that, what were the circumstances? How did you and this guy hook up? Well, I don't know if you know this, but I work at a media operation, and sometimes people call me, and sometimes I even return their phone oh, he, calls. He called you, and you called him back. Uh, his you know, affiliate rep guy called me joe spara sure. i think that guy's name and right. i said sure man i'll talk to anyone at least once hell we take yeah. cj on the air occasionally although less so since the election uh but anyways so i talked to the guy i unlike you am not such an absolutist i'm not ready to slam a door at every man's face like you do it i'm not saying i'm an absolutist but i certainly do have some lines drawn in the sand and when when those that support the insurrection and the mega and are going to vote for the guy again. And I don't know, never met the guy, never heard a show, don't care. But if you're going to engage with those kinds of folks, well, you know, you're keeping their company. And so if we're going to talk about people like Dan Kelly, you know, being on stage uh, right after someone who's advocating for the abortion of uh, or the murder of abortion doctors, you know, those, I think it's a pretty relevant well, conversation. What was the premise of would the be call? Quite why a late why do they abortion. want to talk to you? Killing the abortion doctors would be a quite late-term abortion, I suspect. Uh, why <laughs> right. did regular Joe want to talk to me? Doesn't everyone want to talk to me eventually? Because I'm a cool cat, man. 
No, because he wants access to the airwaves, like many, many do. And, you know, coolest cats in town. We got this super cool show. He would love to. And and I said, come on, Joe, man. I'm not playing you out on the, on the good stations. There's no way. We have taken all the good good spots. Okay, so so the dude calls Why you can't up. we He's be friendly foes? Is basically we've decided. Why can't we be friendly foes? Do I have to hate everybody? Can I just Well, you, you know, I'm not suggesting you hate foe. anybody. I think you hold them up for for what they believe in and what they support. I think you hold them to that. And unless unless those conversations involve, hey, did Joe Biden win a fair and free election? Yes or no. You know what I'm saying? Did did did, did former president uh, uh, Trump incite an insurrection, you know, yes or no, you know, you know, these, these kinds of things. I think those are important. Do black lives matter? Yes or no. I think those are important issues to just, just so you know who you're talking to, man. Would you be shocked if you had a response back? Like don't all lives matter. <laughs> That's exactly what I expect uh, from, you know, perhaps some folks. And I don't want to disparage. I don't, like I said, I don't know. But if he's a conservative talk radio host, I'm, I'm betting. So absolutist you are. But what does anyways, that mean? What does that, what do you mean? It just means you're, you're so quick to dismiss. You're, I don't need any friends. You know, well, maybe you do. Maybe you need to expand your horizons. That's what we do on the airwaves here, man. We take all callers, lightly screened. 844-967-2789. Hell, I'll give you some free Charlie Barron's tickets. You better be clever. I don't care what your ideology is. Funny's funny. You better be funny. Charlie Barron's, he's a funny guy. Damn, you're just damn bitter these days. <laughs> I tell you, man, uh, it, it's, it's been, it's been a, 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 a trying times. Uh, since this this insurrection and the way that we see how Fox News reacts, how the you know the the, the Republicans, the megas in Congress, when Trump tweeted out and then, of course raised apparently a million and a half bucks saying he was going to get arrested on Tuesday, how they have now all of a sudden interjected you know federal government into local in, you know institutions like a I don't know local DA right? We we see these things continually happen, and I don't see anybody on the right. I mean I don't again don't listen to the show, but are they are they for or against these kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? Well, when Joe Gianconti, when the regular Joe, when he comes on our fine program, Tom, you can ask him. You know, you can have at. He's a talk radio. He's a big boy. Did you ask him? Did you care? Do you, when you go out and meet new friends, are, are these the kinds of do things? Do I that you ask, would... Dom? You know I do. You know I do. You know that I share with you, and, and it's too bad. It's really been to the detriment of some of the relationships we had as a radio program. We used to host U.S. Senator Ron Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And then January 6th happened. We used to like Brian Schimming, the brand-new Republican Party chair, and then the reporting told us that he was also involved in the January 6th. Now, I always thought Dan Kelly was a contemptuous loser, from his prior Supreme Court race, but the fact that he is involved in the January 6th makes him an untouchable. He is beyond reclamation. And Joe, Joe's a little bit of a minimalist. Joe's going to vote for Dan Kelly and Donald Trump. Joe thinks some of those guys got a bad rap, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I'm talking about. What do you mean some of those guys got a bad rap? What? They were attacking cops. Thin blue line, regular Joe. You down with that? Come on. It's a joke. They're jokes. You're better. 844-967-2789. Don't be better. Be happy. Join us. The Devil's Advocates, never personal, only politics. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. It's Thursday. That makes it Friday Eve. And then next Tuesday is one week until the election in the great state of Wisconsin. The whole country's watching. The world's watching. The soul of Wisconsin Supreme Court on the ballot, April 4th. And our pal, Charlie Behrens, you know him. He's funny. Manitowoc Minute guy. He's coming to Comedy on State next Monday to help get out the vote. March 27th, 7.30 p.m. And if you are super cool and you promise you're going to use the tickets, you could win a <laughs> pair of VIP tickets for the recording of the podcast, The Cripes Cast, at Comedy on State next Monday night. Join us, 844-967-2789. We'll go to the phones in a minute, Tom. But we're talking about the company we keep in this case, Dan Kelly's company, Wisconsin Supreme Court candidate, okay with January 6th participants. Not only is he okay with it, he's got the guy campaigning for him, <laughs> Scott Bauer. Uh, I'll go first. I'm the Republican back candidate for Wisconsin Supreme Court, said today that he had no problem with someone oh. who was on the U.S. Capitol grounds during the January 6th, 2021 insurrection campaigning for him across the state in the waning days of a high-stakes race, calling his work invaluable. <laughs> That's the quote, folks. Dan Kelly yesterday posted a video on Twitter of himself standing side-by-side -side with conservative activist Scott Pressler and thanking him for his work. Pressler, a Virginia native, planned several Stop the Steal rallies in addition to being on the Capitol grounds the day of the insurrection. Presser also described the siege on the Capitol as the largest civil rights protest in American history. That would be minimalizing the January 6th time. When asked Thursday about Pressler's attendance at the insurrection, Kelly said he was not really familiar with his background. Oh, come on. Do these guys ever pay attention to anything? Like, do we believe they're this myopic or is it selective ignoring the, the racist, anti-Semitic, anti-abortionist, anti-democracy friends you keep. Well, either either you're lying to everybody and you know exactly who the guy is or your judgment is terrible and you also should not be a judge. Here's what Kelly said. But what I can say, I appreciate a great deal the work that he's doing here in Wisconsin. I think it is invaluable. Majority control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court the soul of the state of Wisconsin is at stake on April 4th. I threw a little bit in there. Election between Kelly and Democratic-backed Janet Protasiewicz, a Milwaukee County judge. Conservatives have controlled the court for 15 years Ugh. and came within one vote of order overturning President Joe Biden's win in the battleground state in 2020. One vote could have overturned the outcome of the election here. It was a 4-3 Protosawitz has made abortion access, which is 
uh, which the court is likely to decide a key issue in the race. But she has attacked Kelly over his ties to Republicans. Now, Dom, as we were coming back from the break, I wanted you to make sure you heard the new Janet Protese what's hit him in the head with the two by four ad. I like this one quite a bit. And I like the fact that it's playing across the civic media network, Dom. Uh, here, no, you go. I'll jump in here, Curdy. This is from uh, the AP Scott Bauer reporting. He reminds us that Kelly previously worked for the Republican Party and advised Republican leaders about former President Donald Trump's fake elector scheme following his loss in 2020. Protosawitz's campaign said this, Dan Kelly chooses extremism every chance he gets, and he's desperate to bring his right-wing partisan agenda back to the court. Pressler has been traveling the state and appearing on conservative talk radio to boost Kelly. As far as I know, he's going around the state of Wisconsin and talking about how important it is for the people of Wisconsin to exercise their power, their responsibility and authority in deciding who's going to sit on the Supreme Court, Kelly said of Pressler. So I don't know anything about January 6th or anything like that with Scott, but I sure appreciate him and the work he's doing for the campaign. When asked if it bothers him that Pressler was present at the Capitol on January 6th, Kelly said no. Everybody's got a background, everybody's got a history, and I don't ask people to sit for an examination. Uh, hell, I just lost. I don't ask people to sit for an examination before they help me. Kelly noted that Pressler has more than 11 million followers on Twitter. Oh, that makes up for everything. Protosawa Center backers have also faulted Kelly for speaking online this week, an event attended by Brookfield Pastor Matthew Trujella. We talked about that guy, uh, you know, called the murder of an abortion provider, justifiable homicide. Obviously, I don't condone violence at all, Kelly said. I'm not associated with him anyway whatsoever. I speak for myself. I was invited to deliver comments at an organization. I deliver my comments. I'm not responsible for what anybody else of the organization said. Yeah, but you know, when you show up and you speak at the same place that that guy speaks to, I mean, you kind of think they're bringing in the same kind of folks to talk to the same kind of crowd. So excuse me if I put some of that stank on you, Dan Kelly. 844-967-2789 for the clarity, for the sake of clarity. Please don't put the Dom stank on yours, truly. <laughs> Jeannie from Eau Claire, how you doing, sister? Hey, Jeannie. Hi, guys. Now, don't pick on Dom there, because Dom... <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Dom saw the light. Dom is aware even more than people who, you know, kind of tend toward the Democratic side. Dom saw the light, and he saw what the heck, and he's madder than most people because he was tricked in the past. I've always been independent and had both kinds of signs in my yard. I'm mad as the Dickens is being uh, lied to and uh, that type of thing. I saw the light, too, and, and these people are a galding bunch of liars, and they're not very smart. They're pretty stupid, and I don't know how somebody with his intelligence and forgetfulness or lack of intelligence and forgetfulness could even make it to the Supreme Court. He shouldn't even be a dog catcher. But anyway, guys. <laughs> He'd be a contemptuous <laughs> dog catcher. <laughs> yes, he would. No, yeah. Guys, I can't even stand to watch him speak because everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. It's like, oh, my God. This is a guy that's supposed to be true, a truth teller and find the truth. We're, we're up the crook without a paddle if people don't get out and vote. So thanks again, guys. You're doing a great job. Bye. Jeannie, you're 
not sneaking down to the Madison area on Monday, are you? Because I'd find a way to get you in the Charlie Barron's event. Unfortunately, I'm a long way from you guys, but you have fun. It sounds really wonderful. Thanks, guys. Bye. We will. And we'll find Thank a way you, to Appreciate it. bring a radio station your way. I can't wait for 95.3 to start playing out the greatest radio show ever, Dom. We're coming for you, Eau Claire, Chippewa Valley. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and th- thank you for the call, Jeannie, 844-967-2789. I appreciate the sentiment. And I do I do regret, Curdy, that we don't have as much fun with some of our, you know. Uh, you completely slam the door in their face. What's Boom. that? Bam. Slamming doors and faces. I mean, uh, when I first you know, introduced I- you to progressives on the radio, they didn't like you much, Dom. No, I, I, that's fine. You're I just slammed the door in your face. Oh, I got to get rid well, of this I'm guy. Sure, I'm sure some people may have. I don't know. That's fine. I'm, I'm fine with where I've been, fine with where I'm at, fine with where I'm going. So I'm okay with that. And I'm not going to hold up to anybody else's standard about whether or not I need to be civil to those who think that it's fine to overturn the will of the people. I mean, I mean you got to be freaking kidding me. I mean, if there, there, there is the line. This, this is now the line in the sand. And we got, you know, right okay. now the former president advocating for violence. Really? But, but let me draw a distinction. There is a big difference between participation. Derek Van Orden, congressman from the third CD in the state of Wisconsin, he participated, lied, misrepresented his participation level. Now, whether or not he wiped crap on the walls. Whether or not he went down to Nancy Pelosi's chambers? No, I don't think so. Don't know that he didn't because he lied about how much participation he had. But I would certainly see that as crossing a line. The fact that he was there. But are you going to hold it against someone who didn't even go? Like if someone knows a conservative who went or I'm a conservative and I wasn't there, but Tucker Carlson keeps telling me it was no big deal. Is that that man's fault or is it Tucker's fault? Well, it's that man's fault. Everyone is responsible for their own education, man. Of course, it's their own fault. It's their fault. Now, and yes, if they're being Tucker lied Carlson, to. If Fox News, as we know, comes out and lies to their audience, that's problematic. But if they lie to their audience don't, and it comes out in, uh, in, in these transcripts and these text messages and emails, and, they don't, and, they, and Fox News doesn't lose any advertisers and they don't lose any audience, well, I, you know, I, I, I question their judgment then, Crudy. Yes, I do question them. Absolutely. I mean, and it's you so, question maybe, their maybe judgment if they've been misled by Fox News. I question their character. Maybe you weren't there. Do you support it? Do you think it was justified? Did, did, did Trump, did he, did he have the election stolen from him? You know, these, these are basic, simple questions, right? And, and if, if they believe the same things that the insurrectionists believe, then why should I give them any credibility whatsoever? They have none to me, man. And, you know, the older I get, the less time I got. And what I don't have time for is a bunch of yahoos who think that Donald Trump somehow had this election stolen from him. Donald Trump is the biggest fraudster in this country, man. For years, he has been. We can go on and on about the lawsuits and the assaults, whatever, whatever. Right. But there, there, there are a certain amount of facts. We talked the other day. Right? We got we got to start from a place of fact. Hell, didn't DeSantis talk about this yesterday? Truth is truth. Unless it's not Giuliani, unless there's alternative facts. Kellyanne Conway. Those kind of people who know better and say those things to fool their crowd or to get ratings or to get paid, I don't have time for. And if you're down for that, if you listen to that and that drives you and motivates you and you think, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm participating in, in my, civil, my civic engagement by going to a Trump rally. 
I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a break, man. We went to a bunch of them, but sooner or later, if you don't look at it and objectively and say, "Man, this is a little wackadoodle," I mean, come on, Barack Obama said, it. "How hard is it to say the Nazis are bad?" Can they say that? I'm not sure they can. Some people are more susceptible to, let's just say, a little white nationalist lie. <laughs> and so what then? Do we, is it, is it, is I don't it know what to do, man. Cause I, to you educate keep, them. You keep slamming windows and doors in people's faces. And I am trying to be at least open-minded to the concept that I can't change anyone's mind if I don't talk to them. All I'm trying to do is move hearts and minds here, man. And if I don't talk to people, if I slam the door in their face, I can't change anything. If I think they've been misled by Fox News. Really, dude? You think you think average Joe? If you were, I just, during the commercial break, flipped through some of his social media stuff. So he's everything you thought he'd be. You know, did a did a little thing with growth band, and you know, more. that kind of stuff. No, that's fine. And I get that. Radio, you know, radio's radio. But he's selling that same stuff as Fox News is, man. The same exact stuff. So is it is that okay? Let me ask you, you. You support that? Let me ask you. This man hates Robin Voss. <laughs> I hate Robin Voss. Is the enemy of my enemy my friend? Is it, does, he, does he hate Robin Voss because Robin Voss didn't do enough to overturn the election, Crudy? Does he hate Robin Voss because Robin Voss exercises too much political power over the conservatives in the state? I mean, I'm not sure why he hates Robin Voss, but it does matter why. Because if you think that, oh, my God, Robin Voss could have done something more, he should have paid Gableman more. You know what I'm saying? If that's Is that your justification? No, man, just because you hate someone that I dislike, that doesn't make us friends. Because I still question your 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 abilities. I still question your judgment. I still question your character. What if we both support Adam Steen in the primary? <laughs> that, of course, was the opponent that almost beat Robin Foss. 260 votes. That was close. Do you know if we had coordinated our efforts, regular Joe and Devil's Advocates, we could have defeated Robin Voss in the primary. If we had turned our... Death Star and whatever Joe's got going on at TAQ and SAU, you know, we could have we could have defeated the man. But no, slamming doors and people's faces just because they're insurrectionists. Hey I call them out, you know <laughs> what? And they walk away because they know what's right. They know what I'm talking about, man. And I'm I'm fine, man. I've been around it. I'm okay. I can take the heat myself. And if people want to talk, I'm down for the conversation. But don't feed me a line of BS. Don't feed me a bunch of lies. Don't feed me Fox News talking points. Because that's BS. If I led with tequila, you'd be all down for that argument. What, what, what time are we going? Come back. A fine <laughs> guest, Liza Hellenbrand from the Empowered Caregiver Show. Legislative Lobby Day in the great state of Wisconsin. We'll talk about it next. Stick around. More Devil's Advocates. I hate Illinois Nazis. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Thursday edition. Nearly Friday. We've been joined live in studio by Ms. Lisa Hellebrand. Liza, 
Very good tending, right? <laughs> uh, Liza, let's make sure her mic's on. I'm not hearing her. Uh, Liza, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you well, hear me hey, now? Liza. I can hear you now. It's like a Verizon ad. <laughs> and you know my friend Dominic. You've met once or twice. I've seen him before on the street, yeah. Now, Liza, <laughs> uh, you dragged Caden, your son, and my son, uh, up to the Wisconsin State Capitol. He's now a young man at college, college man. And you guys went up. Today was the Disability Advocacy Day of Action 2023. So what'd that look like? Well, I think drag is a strong word, but he's got he some... He wanted to go. He's but... got some big uh, shoes to fill, right? Trying to keep up with his dad in, in the advocacy work. But what did it look like? It, I, I was surprised and happy with the, the turnout. Uh, there was a lot of people there. I'm not good at giving estimates or guesstimates, but we all got together and we wrote our stories <clears throat> on what we wanted to advocate for. And then we went and spoke with the senators and legislators that had their doors open uh, to hear our stories. And our representative is what, Alex Jors mm -hmm. and then state Senator Diane Hesselbein. Uh, they're both Democrats. We're from Middleton. So do you, you get to meet with those two? We absolutely did get to meet uh, with those two, and you would be proud to hear Caden's story. Caden specifically wanted to advocate for increased funding in special education, uh, and he told his uh, personal story of being in the high school and seeing firsthand that these paraeducators are stressed, their caseloads are high, and you know they don't have the support and resources that they need. And it, it reflects on their relationship with the with the kids. And, you know, he quite honestly felt bad for some of the kids that kind of got the, the grunt of what it looks like when you're stretched too thin. And Caden, um, Caden was doing quite well relative to, I guess, uh, those standards. Um, but he often tutored his classmates. He, he did. Caden is a very caring and empathetic uh, kiddo, which clearly he gets from me. And, so, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he's always concerned about others and uh, he's a good role model. And so, you know, quite frankly, I think some of the special education teachers and paraeducators uh, utilized that, which was great for him. It, it you know, it drove him to want to go into paraeducation and special uh, education himself. So it was, you know, uplifting for him. But that came at the expense of his own personal education, right? When you're utilizing kids within the classroom to teach and help other kids. Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. We got a very special guest here in the Solidarity Realty Studios. She is Liza Hellenbrand. She is the host, uh, one of the two hosts of the Empowered Caregiver Show. It appears right here on Civic Media on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Uh, she's also, and I hate to bring this out publicly. I know you deny it, but my wife and the mother <laughs> of Caden Crute, we're very proud of our son. Uh, he spoke today. He gave a little speech as well. 
He did. Yes, they had a, a rally uh, before everyone broke, and, and they asked if there was anyone that wanted to lead the rally, and he volunteered. Uh, we had gotten Starbucks before we went up there. I don't think it quite, Was he heavily caffeinated? I don't <laughs> think it, it kicked in. Uh, he, he had some of the motivation in his voice that you have when I when I give you some chores to do around the house. But hey, it was his first it was his first go of it. So he went he went up there and he got, he you know the crowd responded, but it's nerve-wracking, right? Got to be careful what I call you on air. Hun. <laughs> it's budget time, is it not? And part of the the reason and the rationale for the FCC at this time, uh Governor Tony Evers has put uh, funding for caregivers, and I know that's an especial advocacy of yours. Um, tell us a little bit about that and, and what the population, what the audience could do at this time. Sure. Well, there's a lot of different things in the budget that would support caregivers and the care recipients. Uh, some things that come to mind is to increase funding for iris and family care. One thing that really needs to be addressed is to increase the payment for paid caregivers. Um, I don't quote me on this, but I think the starting pay right now is $13 per hour. So why would somebody take a job paying $13 an hour to help somebody that could potentially be, you know, violent or have, uh, I don't, violence is a strong word, but have, you know, behavioral Just problems. Just challenges. A lot of challenges. A lot of challenges. Right. And, you know, when they can work at a fast food restaurant for up to $19 an hour. Yeah, it is a good question. Um, obviously, Governor Tony Evers has put forth a couple of budgets that have essentially been ignored by Republicans. So when during the course of today's advocacy, again, it is Disability Advocacy Day of Action 2023 in the Wisconsin uh, State Capitol. Any, any Republicans that seemed on board for this? Was there any dialogue with any of the friendly Republicans? Uh, you know, I, I can't speak to that because we were given who we needed to talk to and, and our representatives are both Democrats. I will tell you this, that I personally reached out to at least all the freshman legislators, uh, Republican and Democrat, and invited them on our show to... to make them aware of this issue being new they may not know the impacts of family caregiving and uh have yet to have a republican reply hmm. that's unfortunate uh liza you have wowed me with the number i i never realized i never perceived you were the caregiver in our family i was not the caregiver i was i was dad but there are a lot of caregivers out there in this world um one in five or something approaching one in five families provide care for probably another family member without any financial reimbursement. This is really a large population, is it not? It is a large population and growing. The baby boomer generation is getting older. They're going to need support. There's more people, more disabilities getting acknowledged. Those people need support. Uh, close to 600,000 people in Wisconsin are identified as family caregivers, and they do about 80% of the care for the people, uh, for the care recipients, and that wow. impacts their life greatly their ability to work, their ability to save, and so on and so forth. The Empowered Caregiver Show, Wednesday nights across the Civic Media Network, 7 p.m., replays on Saturday mornings. 
since you booked yourself on this fine show, I'll give you the last 30 seconds. Any final words, Liza? What we can do is we can advocate. You can go ahead and email and call your senator, your legislators, and tell your stories. Your stories matter. As we have these legislators on, that's what they're saying. Share your stories. It makes a difference. We appreciate the good stories that you share on the Empowered Caregiver Show and uh, what's for dinner, hon? No, I'm kidding. Your night. Liza Helen Brand, <laughs> hostess of the Empowered Caregiver Show and advocate for disability 